Dark Horse Live, episode 83. Welcome, everybody. Uh, sorry we were not here last week. We have been busy as shit. Caesar was in New York, and I was doing warehouse stuff. So, uh, yeah, welcome, everybody. Tonight on the program, we have Piff Coast Farms, which I'm pretty excited to talk to. But uh, before we go any further, let's do show and tell, show off time. I'll show everybody the new warehouse, the expansion. I have a couple of pictures. Wow. This is the, what it starts like, an empty building. Something like that. These dudes. Shout out to these dudes. Craigslist guys. I do my own drywall, motherfuckers. Just in case you didn't know. Shout out to these dudes because uh, <laughs> I'm not doing ceilings. <laughs> That's 5 eighths inch shit or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's fucking thick heavy as a motherfucker and there's two dudes two skinny dudes just walk in 5 a.m slap that shit out in a day it's fucking amazing to me drywall dudes are amazing never cease to stop amazing me and then it turns into something like this after i don't know three weeks of work roughly um what you're looking at is uh new leds roi 720s shout out grower's choice about 30 of them or 39 of them in this room um there's actually BK rollers in the middle of the picture working on something, but behind him is actually another air handler unit. So there's two um, air conditioning units on both sides, uh, 10 tons of AC, new electrical back there, 30 lights. What, those trays won't be on the floor. We'll get them elevated. But uh, that's what it looks like, pimp your grow, in, <laughs> from an empty warehouse to an almost finished warehouse. Today was like the last day of construction. Now we just got to paint the front and the offices and some other shit, but... Uh, yeah, dudes, we smashed it out. Smashed it out quick. All right, let me get this off here. Okay, let's go to TH Caesars Strain of the Week. Spritzer, take it away, Caesar. All right, so Spritz is my favorite strain as of uh, 2021. For some of y'all that might know, y'all heard me say that uh, this kind of uh, took my place for where GMO had that special place in my heart. It's now uh, in place for Spritzer. So this is a uh, runs to Great Pie Mac grown, uh, bred by Canarado. The strain, if you're interested in the terpene profile, this one is going to be heavy on like the grape bubblegum and cherry sherbet terps. Uh, grows really good for production, has a post 4% press in the extract department for the non-solvent. Uh, it's got excellent terpene profile, grows great, nice yield, roots fast, so commercially viable. One of my favorite strains, and this is the strain that I will be reversing to make some feminized crosses potentially being released by the end of the year. <laughs> this was the grow-off strain, right? 2020 grow-off strain for Colorado. Okay. So everybody grew it. There's a poster out with all different kinds of varieties. I love this shit. I didn't think I was going to like it, but actually I did. I liked it a lot. It reminds me of, of like a little bit of Skittles Terps, but there's not really any Skittles there. But still, it has like that candy, candy back-end flavor. But uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, can, did we tell people where they can get it or how they can get it? Uh, eventually, everything will be released on cbazaar.com slash premium. So this is only going to be available to the premium members of the Cbazaar. So if you're thinking about getting a premium membership, I would say definitely get it now. We got clones coming up on the Cbazaar premium as well, too. So if you're interested in that, definitely uh, don't sleep on them. All right. Let's go to free shit. Where the fuck? There it is. It's free! Yeah, it's like, this ain't right. Something's not right. I don't know what's wrong. 
fuck are we doing here? Um, two seconds. Postpone, or give me one second. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? Either way, that's not right. The graphics are all fucked up on this show. Free shit? Either way. Uh, what do we want to give away this week? Let's do a couple more Dark Owls, just because I got them sitting here. Bruce Banner, auto number three. And uh, Marathon OG auto. Um, Femme autos. Femme autos, Dark Owl. Shout out to Daz uh, Night Owl. Uh, Dark Horse and Daz. Work this out. They're pretty dope. They've been selling like crazy. Actually, they're sold out pretty much everywhere, except Multiverse just picked up a bunch more. So if you want to buy these, go to Multiverse. But uh, yeah, sorry, camera's all fuzzed out. Everything's fucking broken. But to um, to win this, darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com, um, which you're going to have to send in the subject line, send out fucked up fuzzy cameras. Fucked up fuzzy cameras, and we'll pick the... 72nd person 72nd person you'll win the first one which will be marathon og auto cool if you want to win bruce banner 3 send another email to darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com and in the subject line caesar they're gonna write what spritzer fems spritzer fems even though it's for a pack of bruce banner 3 auto (laughs) that's what you write in the subject line and what number sees uh 22 22 Okay. Let's. Oh yeah. Let's go to people who won last week. We have a situation. Last week's winners. All right. Gmon. Gmon won the um, Bruce Banner Femme Auto last week from Dark Owl. Philly Cat won the Grower's Choice hat. I think that was the banana leaf one. Papa Wheelie seven two. Grower's Choice hat. The dark green one. Mook from Australia won the Grower's Choice light, but. I didn't specify on the show last week that uh, I can't send a fucking light to Australia. It's going to cost like $700. So <laughs> I should have said U.S. only. Muck, dudes, I fucked up. I'm going to have to send Muck a shit ton of seeds. I already emailed you, brother. But uh, I have to make up for this catastrophe of a situation. So now all growers' choice giveaway, for, like heavy-ass lights and all that shit, it's got to be U.S. only. Sorry. Um, so I went ahead and went to the next person on the list, number 201, and it was loose. No, it was trust the process. That's their email. I'm not going to give their whole email. But it was trust the process. And I sent you an email, and I said, dude, you want the grower's choice light, and you didn't get back to me. So it's unclaimed at this moment. But this all just happened a couple of days ago, so I'm going to give you a day or two to check the old email, trust the process, but you should check it because you're a winner. And if not, I'm going on to 203. So you listeners, you still might be a winner. And Mook, I'm going to make it up to you, dude. You're getting a super dark horse prize pack um, that will be a lot lighter and smaller size than a giant light. But uh, sorry, bro. And uh, last but not least, Loose Leaf, another unclaimed. We don't usually get unclaims. This is pretty rare. So uh, got to check your email. If you spend the time to drop the email to win, you got to check to see if you win. That's how you check. If I reply to your email, you win. So loose leaf, you didn't reply. Marathon OG, I'll give you guys a couple days. If not, they go back up for grabs. All right, everybody. There's your free shit. I think we should get right into the interview. Actually, it's not really right into because we've been jibber-jabbering for a minute. But let's go to the interview. Piff Coast Farms, everybody. Let's check this out. Where is my button? Boom. All right, everybody. We're <coughs> here with uh, Piff Coast Farms. Um, 
or just Piff is what we'll go ahead and call him today. But uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Piff. Oh, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, I'm not sure if you've seen the program before, but we kind of asked people to give us a little bit of a rundown of their origin story. So if you would uh, okay. kind of break down a little bit uh, how you got into cannabis, maybe the first time you smoked it or saw it, first time you grew it. All right. First time I ever smoked. So back in the day, me and my friends, we used to smoke black and milds and cigarettes, whatever we could get from like our parents and shit like that. One day I had some Swisher sweets and I was at my boy's house and his older sister has some haze. So we, we pencil packed the Swisher sweet with it. And I fell in love ever since, man. So right after that, I went and got a dime, turned the dime into a dub, and I never went without that shit again, bro. What about growing trees? Yeah, what was the inspiration to put seed to ground? All right, so growing. My boy, one of my boys that lived up the block, he had a couple plants in his backyard one year, and he got a couple ounces off of it, and I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. So the next year... I put some seeds out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my mom ended up killing them. I was only like 15 or 16 years old at the time. But um, put some seeds out. They got pretty big. Mom killed them. And then the year after that, she actually let me do it. So I, I grew some plants in the backyard that year. And then I set up a little tiny indoor grow. I started doing some gorilla grows with me and my boy that lived at the block. We were like partners. And, you know, I've just been growing ever since. I signed up to roll it up around like 2008 and i learned a lot of stuff from there and you know that's that's been it ever since man I you love it. got to tell us exactly where but uh, if you haven't picked up on it i take it you're an east coast guy um so piff east coast yes, sir but, east uh, coast new york city or do you want to give us the exact location you don't have to but where, where are you at or where were you from i'm all around bro i'm, a, I'm all <laughs> up in that east coast shit. that's fine mm -hmm. <laughs> that's cool mm -hmm. So um, let's talk a Laws little bit. Laws will change soon, I hope. Yeah, right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Piff, man. Um, I, I'm i more probably West Coast rooted or Colorado, like mid-America mid rooted. But uh, we have a strain up here in Fort Collins, NL5 Haze. Uh, the cough. The cough. And uh, I've smoked some Piff yeah. before. And it's similar, maybe not exactly the same. It's similar. But uh, what do you know about the Piff And uh, as far as lineage? And just give it, tell everybody what you know about the Piff. The Piff, man, we could sit here for hours for everything I know about the Piff. So, the Piff, all right, the Piff was NL5 Haze made by Neville, right? Um, he made the seeds in 88, and a couple Cubans went up to Amsterdam in 89. They got 100 seeds. They got them from Ed Rosenthal. And then they brought them back to Florida, and they found three Finos out of it. One went purple, right? Um, that didn't really so um, we got a, a little technical difficulties there. Sorry, everybody, but we've got uh, Piff back on the line here. <laughs> and if you could, uh, I think where we kind of started chopping out was um, you mentioned the, the three different phenos. The Cuban guys went to Amsterdam. They brought it back to Florida. They came up with three different phenos. And uh, if you could go from yep. there. So there's three different phenos. One of them was purple. One of them was huge yielding. And the other one was the one that we know and love, the Black Haze. Um, the other two Finos didn't stay around for, for too long, as far as I know. Um, but the Black Haze is the one that stood the test of time. And, um, and then over time, there was breedings being done down in Florida. 
clones being sent up to New York, bag seeds being found. And then it turned into every single crew had a different clone, right? So you go on this block, they'd have the brown haze. You go on that block, they got the silver haze. You go on this block, they got the black haze. And for a long time, that haze, that haze, people stopped growing it because once the once the numbers dropped on the packs, people are like, all right, I'm not running a 90, 100 day haze no more. If people want, if people want this 65 day stuff that I could sell for even more. And at the same time, uh, they were still keeping moms, but they weren't really growing them. And the whole internet community has really like been on the hunt for haze because there's some people like, I don't know what it is about the strain, but like me, for example, I love it. You know, like I live for that strain. Like I spent my whole like first five to 10 years of growing, just looking for that strain so I could grow. It. And then once I finally got it, I was like, I knew I had to get it out there to share it with everybody. Cause there's, there's a lot of passion in that, in that haze for sure. What but I'm, I'm real happy to it? bring it back. What year did you access? Uh, yeah. I didn't get it until like 2019. Oh, okay. Wow. Sorry, I had to take Caesar's camera off. We're just yep. trying to melt our CPU, but Caesar's still with us, everybody. I just turned his camera off, but uh, we're rolling. Um, so uh, as far as um, sour diesel, switching strains a little bit. So I got to ask you, you're from okay. you know the East Coast, and sour diesel is legend over there. Um, yes, Piff, sour diesel, those are kind of two mainstays on in you know East Coast. Uh, what do you know about the the story of sour, the legend of sour, and how did you come in contact to sour with sour? And uh, I guess you're reworking <coughs> it, so explain a little bit about uh, your sour release also. All right, so I'm not going to go into the origins of sour because I just feel like that's been done so many times. Sure. To be honest, I wasn't I wasn't there growing it. You know, I definitely smoked it growing up. So there's definitely sour diesel. That shit was definitely loud as fuck, and that shit stunk up the whole fucking block you know what i'm saying but it's like every sour that i ever got like i've gotten i got 10 for cuts off the internet or in person or you know at shows events i i went through every crew i could found every single cut i could i got the jp cut the res cut the albany cut the chaco cut the aj cut the devil harvest crew cut uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a never ending list, bro. But you know, the, every single one of them sours, there was all missing one thing. They were not loud at all. Like it's all been muted. Right. It is not like it was back in the day. So, you know, what I wanted to do was I, uh, I wanted to try to breed a sour that, you know, reminded me more of what I liked growing up, you know? So I ended up getting a pack of Karma Sour BX2 and I hit like every, all those cuts that I just mentioned. I put them all in the room and I hit them all with a karma sour male. And then I ended up doing a 200 plant breeding or a 200 plant pheno hunt um, to find my sour. So the, the winner ended up being J plant speakers cut. Uh, that's the mom that I chose, you know, to use because I ran all of them side by side. That one had the vigor, that one had the smell, that one had everything. There was a really good, like, res sour to karma sour as well, but the JP one is the one that I really pick. So that's the one I call Pifco Sour Diesel. Um, it's really good. It's got the pink hairs. It's loud as hell. It's everything you can want in a sour. 
So I ended up, you know, finding a male out of those seeds, hit my cut, hit a bunch of other stuff, and uh, I released those. And those have been doing wonders for people. What uh, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but uh, what we heard about you, you know, deciding to grow a little bit, but what what uh, led you to becoming a breeder and trying to preserve these genetics? <clears throat> all right. So, I mean, I always liked, um, I always liked breeding. You know, just when I, when I started growing, um, the first, maybe the second time I ever grew, there was male and we were, we were running in my backyard and I didn't really know what the hell I was looking at and everything got seeded. And, uh, I was like, Oh shit, this is fucking amazing though, because now I have all these seeds. I don't really gotta, you know, find bag seeds or buy seeds next year. So I started running those seeds and they came out fire next the next year. And um, I don't know, I was always interested in the plants and, and breeding and stuff like that. And the first thing I ever bred, I want to say, is in 2014, Bodie hooked me up with a pack of um, the Cuban Black Haze to uh, A5. No, not A5. The Cuban Black Haze to NL5. Right. That's uh that's when he made the band-aid haze. But he also he also hit NL five as well. So he hooked me up with those and you know, I was on the piff hunt even then. So I was like, all right, that's the first thing I'm gonna breed. So I made F twos of those, I made a couple crosses of those, you know, ran through those and then ever since then it's just like I just love it. So Cut that's why I do it. You know? Yeah. And then I mean like the sour thing, I just felt like I had to do it because no matter where I got the clone from none of them were allowed so i was like shit i gotta make something you know yeah i totally so, uh, i hear that completely um and yeah i i agree sour diesel was incredibly loud but it's sort of lost that that's that punch or that smell that would get you in trouble from across the room you know kind of thing um, right so uh, so it could yeah. be hplvd it could be you know clones tired 20 30 30 years old um what are you sure. gonna do yeah, I mean, it's happening over but, and over. It happened to OG, happened to Sour. It's happening to a lot of these classic, legendary strains, but they're they're not the same mm -hmm. as they once were. Um, but right. yeah, I think it's cool. That but a little bit of breeding, you put in some work, you do a good pheno hunt, and you could find it. You know, right? You could find it if the, if the parent is what it's supposed to be, then it's going to be in the progeny. So all you got to do is look, man. You just got to put in some work, and it's in there. Do you and have any? That thoughts? new vigor is just unbeatable. Do you have any thoughts on um, hazes in particular and kind of how everybody went in a commercial mindset or sh or shorter flowering times and everything kind of got into Kadam, if you will, and it's like everyone stopped growing hazes all of a sudden. Just There was no more sativa. Hard sativa was on the market, and it was like, okay, why did people stop growing them short of they're trickier, they yield less, and the longer flowering time, I suppose. I sort of answered my own question, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what do you well, what do you attribute I mean, the the decline of growing you know hard sativas or hazes besides cookies? Well, right. Well, number one thing, mostly a lot of it's it's sad to say, but a lot of people in this industry, it's greed, bro. You know, like if you can get the same money off of a sixty day plant as you can get off a ninety day plant, why are you gonna run the ninety day plant? Right. Unless you really love it, you know what I mean. Only the people that really care for the strains are gonna be the ones running the long flowering ones. Um, but I mean, it's, I, and I would disagree that it yields less cause that's definitely not true. Them things are fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> like there's, 
so for sativas, right, you don't need no veg time, hardly. You could flip a plant that's this big, and it'll be five feet by the time it's done, you know? Especially with the Cuban black haze, that thing stretches. It's a monster, <laughs> right? So what is the people have been doing for... All right, so I have the Cuban black haze. Um, that's the original clone. That one's 92 days. Um, I have... All right, so I, I worked at a PIF S2 line, right? And there I'm finding some faster phenotypes with more uh, northern light style bodies, but still retaining those piffy terps, right? So I have one and I got it down to about 65 to 70 days. I take it 70. Some people take it 63 days in a commercial setting, but I prefer it 70 for that full effect, you know? Sure. I, I do. A, I am working on some faster ones. I am working on some faster ones. I have a theory, and it's just my personal bullshit theory. But it's like my theory or thought is: is cannabis can't really taste good if it's shorter than ten weeks. <laughs> I know someone's gonna fucking be like, "Fuck it, you're an idiot." But no, like <laughs> everything has to go seventy days. In my pretty much in my belief, I know there's some exceptions to the rule, but it's like it's got to go seventy <laughs> if it's gonna taste good. Everything below that is always sort of a commercial strain that lacks terps. In my opinion, Skittles isn't commercial, but it Taste finishes like, faster than that. Yeah, I mean, there's always an exception to the rule. Skittles is turkey, though. I got, I right. can't front. I'm not a cookie guy myself. You know what I'm saying? But Skittles is turkey, though. Definitely. What um, what uh, strains did you grow up smoking? Obviously, Piff and Sour. But was there anything else that was out there Piff that we sour. don't have anymore? Piff, Sour, Reggie, Airy, <laughs> Dro. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, there wasn't many, bro. Like, it was either you got Reggie or you got Exotics. And the Exotics was either Haze, Sour, and then there was Dro right in the middle, which a lot of people call Beasters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, good Aries were, were good and shit, I guess. You know, like when they were lime green and they had less seeds. But that was always cheap stuff. Like, the real fire was the, was the Haze, Sour. There's some White Widow back in the day. Um... I smoked Destroyer a lot of times, and then I wondered, there's a strain called Destroyer out here, and it was fire, and I always wondered if it was um, the Positronics um, Destroyer, but I never got to run that mm-hmm. to, to say, but that was fire, White Widow, but I've always been a Haze guy, bro. I sold Reggie and smoked Haze my whole life, <laughs> to, to you know? Uh, let, recently, you have done something, or you did something pretty fucking cool which was uh, you basically threw an event or a cup for specifically yes. one strain being the piff and you called it PiffCon. PiffCon. um you want to tell yeah. everybody how that went and uh, what was the inspiration behind that or why did you do that man PiffCon was a fucking dream come true <laughs> all right um, heard good things i wasn't there myself haze, all these haze lovers all flying from all across the country coming together and just showing their love for that strain and all the people that entered, you know, they did all amazing jobs and it was really awesome. Like, um, the reason I did it is because, you know, I just want to see what else is out there. Honestly, I just want to see what kind of haze people have and people are growing right now, you know, because we all love haze and haze was missing forever. So I just wanted to kind of bring those people out of the woodworks and see if there's something out there that like, I really liked, you know? And actually, I did find something. Um, I found uh, Fund Organics um, Nigerian Silk, right? Um, that shit's piffy as fuck, bro. <laughs> and I really like it. I really like it. 
similar it's to the heavy. the Nige, I think that Top Dog has. Nige Chase. Yeah, Nige Chase. But, yeah. All right, so look, so there's another dude, Stone Guru, right? Um, he has a selection of silk haze that he's bred out of uh, JJ's Mango Nigerian. All right, I've smoked JJ's Nigerian just the cut itself, and it's not pithy. It's like it it turns it turns purple like with cut with uh temperatures and it's more on like the it's not jack turf so that's a good thing but um <laughs> it's more on like the metallic kind of haze type you know it's and like maybe uh even floral so it's not really like piffy but this nigerian silk that shit's piffy as fuck bro hmm. it's definitely like it's got the incense all that like when you light it up in the air how was the um, and we attribute that to the osamine in it. How was the cup actually kind of done? Was it just like a, a one day judge thing, or can you kind of explain the how the cup went down and who won? Okay, so all right, we had twelve judges. We were supposed to have ten, but you know I'm nice and I give too many people <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so we had twelve judges, right? Everybody entered one ounce, uh, split up into two gram containers. And then all the judges receive their kits maybe uh, anywhere from two weeks to one week before the event. Um, I had every single judge give me their top three, and then I just averaged them all like that. So that's how we determine our winner. Um, we had 12 entrants on the under 75-day category. We had 14 entrants on the over 75-day category. And then we also had extracts, but we only had three cat three entrants, but it was cool because everyone still got to win, you know. So, but yeah, that's how the judging went. I was uh, lucky enough to see the kit. Caesar was the official judge, but I got to smoke up the yes. after after like whatever uh, morsels, and uh, it seemed to me mm -hmm. that there was a lot of pretty good fucking herb in the in. The, I mean, I've I've judged some high times cups, and I've seen Caesar's kits a lot of times on high times cups, and there's always like four or five just complete what the fuck are you doing kind of entries but on this particular smaller boutique cup like there was a lot of good fucking herb i think i commented to caesar i bet this is one or two people submitting four or five times because the herb looks good and similar you know what i mean but to hear that it was 12 different entrants is you know that's actually yeah. 12 quality growers entered you know it was pretty good fucking cannabis through and through but who was the winner yep i mean all right, so in the over 75 category, we had Bronson Farms as the winner with his African Haze 11. And then second place, we had um, Sugar Shack Extracts with his Violet Haze. And then third place, we had Beyond Organics Nigerian Silk. Gotcha. And then we had our under 75 flowering category as well. First place was White Rabbit Farms with the uh, Haley's Comet. Second place was Black Rock Boys with the PC3. And third place was whatever that's cool with Haley's Comet as well. Gotcha. And then we also had our extracts. First place, Sugar Shack Extracts with Black Line Haze Rosin. Second place, whatever that's cool with Piff Ganny Rosin. And third place was Ginger N10 with a mix of Dr. Grinspoon and Quay's Haze uh, Hash. So, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was awesome. Looks like you may have frozen on your screen there. You might be. Oh, there you're back. I think you were I'm working. Back. You're looking at text or something. He's looking at his own data. I He's was, back. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Skunk Con. Back. Let's talk about Skunk Con. Yeah, what you got? All right, cooking? so. Well, um, 
we're just trying to find the skunk now, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, we got the haze. We got the sour. What else are we really missing? And I might be too young to have smoked skunk, you know? But the way people talk about it is, like, they're, they're as passionate about it as I am with haze, you know? And as a lot of people are with haze, sour, and I just feel like it fits in right. And I want to do it down in Virginia because I know there's a lot of history with it down there. I'm hoping some Kentucky boys are going to come out with some crazy shit. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, man, we're just trying to find it. You know, we just want to bring out these old strains that people really love. And, um, you know, that's that's it. That's what we're trying to do. So that's going down July 31st in Virginia, northern Virginia. Uh, venue, we're not going to release yet, but it's coming. It's coming. Sounds like you uh, pissed off a few people. That people definitely feel a certain way about the skunk con. Uh, like, uh, I saw a you know few what? comments uh, about that. Here's the thing. Here... <laughs> here's my <laughs> thing, bro. Anytime a breeder comes out and they're like, yo, I got skunk. They're berated. They're harassed. They're <laughs> ran out of the community. You know what I mean? So it's like, let's just give everybody a chance for one day. One day. If they're full of shit, then it's going to prove, then it's going to prove that they're full of shit. If they're not full of shit though, <laughs> what, what are the chances that they're not full of shit? It could, there could be some fire. So let's see. Let's just give, I just want to give everybody a chance, you know, to come out and really do their thing. And if we don't find skunk, we don't find skunk. But I mean, who else is really trying? So don't talk shit, you know, bring some that. fucking skunk. Uh, That's it. If so, anyone listening has a fire skunk or is interested in entering, bring that would, shit, uh, baby. How would they yes. enter? Do you have that officially set up yet? All right, so you can contact the SkunkCon Instagram. We're going to have it set up on uh, the Gene Traders website. And uh, so you'll be able to get your entry kit and everything like that. So it'll be the same way as PiffCon. We'll mail you the entry kit, and then we'll have a drop-off date probably in New York. Um, or you can mail it back, you know, but we'll see what happens. Nice. But, yeah, keep an eye out on the SkunkCon page for information. Uh, you can always hit up myself, Pifco's Farms, or uh, Lou from Gene Traders. Let me ask for you information on the event. What was the best part of throwing? I assume this is probably your first event that you threw. And we threw Caesar and I threw the 100K yes. Grand Prix a couple of years ago, and uh, it, there's a okay. lot that goes into it. You think, oh, it'd be pretty easy. It's like, imagine like throwing <laughs> no, a barbecue for your family or something on steroids, <laughs> where you're like, we have food, we have drinks, we have parking, we have fucking. How's this work? Like, we have a spot. Can we smoke weed in there? Are they gonna kick us out? Like, yep. there's just so much that goes into it. But give me the. The best and the worst of throwing your kind of first event. <clears throat> hmm. All right. The best. The best is definitely just like just actually doing it. You know what I mean? Pulling actually it putting it together, seeing it come to fruition, being there and just being amazed by how like good the vibe is and how amazing, you know, the crowd was. And that was definitely the best part for me. It was just it was, there was no drama. It was all happy. Everybody was chilling. We were all smoking haze. As soon as you walk up the stairs, all you smelled was piff. It was amazing, you know? Um, I don't really know what the worst part is. The worst part is probably just, you know, every day, like, yo, make sure, because I'm working in a whole field with a bunch of potheads, you know what I mean? So people <laughs> forget stuff. So I'm like, yo, I need this. Don't forget, bro. So I got to constantly remind people this, running around doing that, and then coming up to the when the event was about to happen, I was running around crazy yep. for like three weeks, like driving here, going there, making sure we had all of our stuff. And, but no, it came together. It was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. Um, Luckily I had uh, Lou from gene traders as well. So 
he helped and he and he runs events and stuff like that. So yeah, he's got some experience. I was happy to I was happy to have him help. Yes. So I imagine uh, maybe I'm getting the cart ahead of the horse here, but I imagine this is sort of going to be your thing where you're going <coughs> to pick a strain and kind of make a con around it and go around the country, or is it plans to go to the West Coast? No, going to do an OG Kush con or something. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm going to do PiffCon every single year. You know what I mean? Um, that's it. Piff, the SkunkCon. If something really comes up, maybe. Um, there's also the guys that do Chem Comp, and they're doing a Sour Comp as well. So, you know, it's not something that I'm trying to do all the time. It's just, you know, I felt like it was cool. So Passion project, we'll call it. That's it. You know, I'm a breeder, though, man, at the end of the day. I like to breed, and I like to grow weed, man. That's what I do. <laughs> So, that. You know. Let's talk about your your breeding then. Um, obviously, where can people find your stuff? Uh, you got a website, piffcoastfarms.com, I believe. But um, yeah, yes, sir. you have Piff a Coast preferred Farms. seed bank you send people to? <clears throat> um, I only have one seed bank right now, and that's Fino Paradise. All right. But mostly everything's on piffcoastfarms.com. Um, so you can always hit me up. You know, I got all the information you need. Right now, we have a Harlem Dreams line available. So, Harlem Dreams, let's go. Let's talk about that because that is the shit right now. Um, all right. So, I reversed the Cuban Black Haze a couple years ago, and I hit a, a whole bunch of stuff, you know? And um, the last thing that I thought was going to be the winner out of all of them was Blue Dream, the Cuban Black Haze. <laughs> Let me tell you, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you. That shit is fire. It's purple. It's got the cookies bag appeal with no cookies. And it smells like straight piff. And the other thing is, not only does it smell like straight piff, but it tastes like it. And that's very important, and that's very hard to find. So some kid on IG hit me up that when he grew the seeds. And he grew out a 10-pack, and he sent me pictures of it. And I was like, wow, that looks really good. You know, let me get some samples. So he sent me some samples, and as soon as I opened the bag, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, this is everything I've been looking for. You know how many seeds I ran from that reversal? Like, I ran Black Haze S1s. I ran Piff S1 to Black Haze. I ran uh, Gold Haze to Black Haze. I ran all types of stuff. I didn't, like, I found some good ones, you know what I mean? But I didn't find nothing like that, nothing purple with that bag appeal. So, you know, he ended up sending me the cut, which was him man you're the dude you still don't want to be mentioned but you know who you are bro you're you're official thank you for that for real i remember um, when i was at pifcon you know, i remember checking out the uh the haze when you had the nugs on the shelf and when i heard that it was just a blue dream cross i had just honestly just like completely was like oh, i'm good but then i smelled it i'm like yep. okay and then as somebody else showed me like the eighth that they had got i'm like what's that they said the harlem dreams i'm like the blue dream cross they're like yeah i'm like by the time I went back, you said you were sold out i'm like fuck man <laughs> yep that's how it goes man people like a lot of people are skeptical about it but bro i'm telling you that shit is piffy to the max piffy yeah, to the max it's amazing dream. bro definitely anti-blue dream it's no blue there's no you know what the blue dream did give it yield, the yield. <laughs> yeah. the yield man so i mean the flower is still 85 days um so it didn't knock it down too too much but um it, it stacks like the black haze but it it denses up like the blue dream so that's where the yield comes in and it's it's a producer it's amazing um it's everything i could really want you know like i was like wow my hunt's over i'm like what am i gonna do now 
But uh, so now, you know, I ended up reversing that, hitting a bunch of stuff. And, um, you know, I'm just going to keep looking for even faster flowering ones that keep that appeal, though. So I felt that was like a really good one to use as my baseline for this for this seed drop. And uh, people are finding already some like really super pretty ones, fast ones as well, like the PIFS2 to the Harlem Dreams. I just went out to uh, my boy's house and checked out some of his plants from it. And he found like a 65 day pheno of Piff S2 to Harlem and it's fast, it's purple, it's everything, you know? So definitely some fire in there. Um, it's, I'm hoping that it'll start moving more into the commercial market now that the haze has the bad appeal and stuff like that. So that's really been my main goal is to try to give it the appeal for the new kids but also the nostalgia for the old heads. And, you know, I think we're in the right direction. We're, we're moving there pretty good. What, um, as far as tips and tricks, um, how do you grow? And do you have any tips and tricks for people to grow, like grow methods or anything you prefer? Sign up to forums, watch YouTube, Instagram. There's a lot of informational uh, channels and stuff like that. Um, the way I grow is I run uh, Living Soil. You know, so I run, I live living soil beds. I got worms. I got bugs. I got all types of stuff in there. And for me, I love it because it's super easy and I don't have to mix newts. I don't have to do any crazy stuff like that. I top dress, um, you know, do some foliar feeds, but, um, yeah, man, I really like it. I really love living soil. If you sign up to my discord, I have my whole recipes and all that stuff on there. So you can check that out. Um, tips for growing haze. Don't flip it when it's too big because that shit's going to hit the lights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So set up a trellis all the way down to the floor as low as you can, right? Train that, train those plants, fill that trellis up every single square, but keep it low, right? As soon as that trellis is full, that's when you flip. Because once you flip those, those shoots are going to grow up like four feet four or five feet and and you're going to have a nice yield, but train it, train it low, keep it low. Do not, do not grow it. Like it's cookies. You know, you can't grow a three foot plant and then expect, you know, a six foot plant. Like you grow a three foot plant, it's going to be a nine foot plant. So what about cloning? How easy is it to clone these piffs? Are they easy to clone or are they bitches? Nah, same thing as everything else. You know, if you got a good cloning method and, um, you know, it's, they're not difficult. Same shit. What's the average rooting time on a haze for you? Seven to 10 days? In the black haze? Um, yeah, about nine days. Usually I start seeing roots okay. by day, um, by day 10, I'll normally take the dome off and, uh, by day 14, they're busting, you know? Have you ever tried outside as far as like, um, different climates and, uh, you know, how these hazes perform and, I don't know, Colorado versus Hawaii or Jamaica or, you know, around mm. the world. I can't really say on the climate, on the climates. I'm sure like equatorial areas, they can finish, but here on the East coast, they can't finish outside. Um, I have had some greenhouse stuff from uh, South California, Southern California, and it was pretty good, but you know, I don't have, I only ran gorilla for a couple of years. I've been mostly indoor, you know, since, sure. since those days. You have any bud rot issues or anything with these plants, with the piffs and the hazes? 
Yeah, I mean, you can, can get it with anything, right. right? If your humidity is not right, then you're going to get butter rot. So, you know, keep your keep your uh, environment in check. That's very important, especially with these hazes, because if it's a super hot room, these hazes are going to foxtail like crazy, and they're going to keep throwing new pistols, and they're never going to finish. So, <laughs> one, another trick to get hazes to finish a little bit earlier is to at least drop the temps, you know, after the stretch. Yeah, so, during the stretch, it can be wet and hot and however you want it. But once it starts the bud set, that's when you've really got to get your temps in order. For you people know, follow that, your VPD charts. For people that are looking for a faster flowering uh, hazes or haze crosses that you might offer, which uh, strains would you recommend from your lineup? Right now, go cop the Holy Communion. That's the PIF S2 to the Harlem Dreams. Like I said, we got some 65-day phenos in there. Okay. You know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, I guess I give uh, sort of the last question to uh, you or the floor to you towards the end here. Um, is there anything that you want to talk about or anybody you want to shout out uh, while you're here? Shout out everybody who's ever supported me. You know, um, I'm just doing what I love. Um, I, I'm able to provide for my kids doing this and live a happy life and I can't be happier with all the support I've gotten over the years. You know, everybody who loves Hayes, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's grew Hayes when I was growing up, shout out to you. Anybody who kept Hayes alive, shout out to you. I'm super blessed to be doing what I love and uh that's what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, you know. So I'll be here. Um anybody who wants to talk, hit me up on on Instagram, Pifco's Farms. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, check out the site, follow me, join our Discord, come catch me at an event. Let's smoke a joint, smoke a blunt. You know, that's it, man. Do you have anything scheduled? And thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Do you have anything scheduled for events? Are you gonna be anywhere anytime soon? Um, nope. I don't have anything scheduled right now, but I'm thinking I'm gonna be doing some of the bigger events near like Massachusetts and, and Maine and stuff this year. Um. Any New York City events, I'm there. You know what I mean? Um, Skunk Con is the only really thing that I have, which is July 31st. Um, but, you know, I'm sure I'll pop into something soon. Yes, sir. Just uh, keep an eye on my IG stories, and that's how you can find out what events I'm going to and stuff. Right on. I appreciate you coming on the program, man. I appreciate you working Thank these you guys and kind of saving these lines or, you know, um, preserving these Hell lines. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for the, the work that you're doing. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. All you. right. Thank you. Peace, guys. Yep. Thank you. Later. All right, everybody. There uh, There you go. Piff Coast Farms. Uh, appreciate them appreciate coming on the program. And uh, like I said, working those lines or preserving those lines. Um, with that said, I'm going to talk real briefly about our flower. Quick plug. Check this out. I made my very own graphic, kind of. I have a fucking fireball. Verde, that's where you get all of our flour. We're doing a new drop. Uh, pretty much, it was supposed to go out today, but I think it's going to go out tomorrow. But yeah, tomorrow there's a new drop, Denver, Colorado. Go to Verde, get the new fire. Yeah, I think there's some Gary Payton in there. I think there's some blue garlic. Um, but yeah, give a call ahead to make sure it's there. But uh, basically, we're reloading the shop. So go ahead and check it out. Deli style and pre-packed jars. And Verde. And let me do a quick ad read. For Grower's Choice. Grower's Choice, we have a new product out, TSL 800. Um, 
I wonder what TSL stands for, knowing that Rob likes to make up fucking weird, get really high and make weird like acronyms for his lights. What what do you think TSL is? Totally stupid lit? Totally. TSL? Yeah, what do you got? Truly solid diodes. I don't know. <laughs> it's an L, though. It's not wait, a D. Wait, what do you say? TSL. TSL? TSL 800. Truly solid light 800. Light 800. There you go. Okay. Anyway, it's a, it's a, one, it's a true one-to-one... 1,000-watt HPS replacement. It features a new patented passive thermal management design while utilizing a, uh, their patented diode deployment and achieve desired angles of light distribution with upgraded PAR output, resulting in up to 30% increase using our new 3KF Bloom Spectrum. You're going to treat this like a 1,000-watt HPS with the ceiling height, heat, spread, and footprint of about a 5x5. And check this out. I know a lot of commercial... People listen to this program. I know there's a lot of homegrowers, a lot of everybody. But if you're in the industry and you guys are thinking about a lighting upgrade or going to the LEDs or any kind of lighting upgrade, they have this crazy program, which is something you should really look at because it's fucking wild. Right now, they're offering a testing program for commercial facilities. Need to swap If you need to swap out LEDs, you can try the TSL 800 for two runs. And if you don't like them, you return them. No hard feelings. Hassle-free. If you like them, you buy them, and then you'll probably buy more. So who the fuck's going to just load up your commercial facility? It's got to have 40 light minimum, 40 light minimum per room, but they'll literally trade. They'll put their lights in their shit right now, the brand new TSL 800s, let you run them for two runs, and if you don't like them, send them fucking back. If you do, I bet you buy them and buy more. But uh, that's a crazy deal or a crazy fucking opportunity for any commercial people that might listen to this and thinking about wanting to change their lights to the new LEDs. Um, hit up media at Growers sc.com uh, m-e-d-i-a at growers sc.com there you go there's growers choice and uh yeah i think that's the show today what uh you got anything you want to talk about before we hit the road uh let's see i'll bring you back on hold on let me get you on the screen there how'd your clone drop go real quick it went all right. If anything, the one prior was much better. Uh, over at Crystal Leaves, I'm going to be taking a break for a month, so no clone drop in March, but expect a clone drop around 420. Cool. Well, I can't find out to put you on the screen, so you're not coming on the screen. It is all good. But, uh, yeah, I guess we're out of here. Um, same bat time, same bat channel next week, unless we try to skedaddle to New York City, which we've been trying to do for two, three weeks with weather, construction, and all kinds of issues. So, yeah, I don't know. We're trying to... We'll try to keep bringing them to you, but there's a whole lot cooking right now. But either way, um, catch you next week, most likely, probably. All right. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Lady, uh... Okay, thank you for watching Dark Horse Genetic Live. Okay, hopefully you learned something, you know. You're very smart after this. You get the Dark Horse Genetic, you grow, go like a 10-pound plant, you know, 10-pound per light. You'll be the number one dragon star, you know. You're the dragon-style fucking weed grower, you know. Shit, man. Got Let go. Can't fuck with this shit, bitch. <laughs>